0: You know, Scott, as you think about retirement, what are the top three things you wanna do?
1: Well, I'm a baby boomer, so its I think it's pretty much the same as everyone else in my generation. I'm gonna spend some time with family, travel, and volunteer.
0: Working in a retirement community, we have the opportunity to learn from people who are living our dream, right?
1: Exactly, and I live vicariously through Sally Middlestad's Facebook posts. She and Vern are always traveling the worlds, exploring some exotic places. This is a show where we'll explore what it means to retire with purpose, to make a difference, to invest in your family, your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your community, to live to your full potential and explore abundant opportunities to live with purpose and community. From Garden Spot Communities in New Holland, Pennsylvania, welcome to Retire With Purpose. Hello, I'm Scott Miller, the Chief Marketing Officer at Garden Spot Communities.
0: And I'm Juanita Fox, the
1: storyteller. In every episode of Retire With Purpose, you're going to hear from someone who is living life with purpose and to the fullest. Our goal for Season 1 has been to debunk retirement myths. We're surrounded by retirees all day, every day, who are having the time of their lives, and we think that you should too. You'll get advice and tips from people who are living the good life in retirement.
0: In case this is the first Retire With Purpose podcast you are listening to, with each episode, we include a downloadable PDF where you will find the main points of our discussion. Just to get you thinking, we offer fun facts before each interview. And at the end of each podcast, we tell you how you can enter a drawing to win a hot air balloon ride for two in the Garden Spot Village hot air balloon. You know, Sally, who we mentioned in the opening, stopped by the other Monday morning. She was so excited. She and Vern got the travel bug the previous Friday at lunchtime. So they spent the whole weekend planning a 10 day Princess cruise to the Caribbean. She used the travel tips she discussed with us just days before, and they got a fantastic deal they couldn't pass up. And from inspiration to trip, just seven weeks.
1: Sally and Vern repeatedly tell me how they love the lock and leave option of a retirement community. You know. It gives them the opportunity to travel without having to worry about, you know, who's going to mow the grass or shovel the snow or, you know, take care of the house. At many retirement communities, everything is included in the monthly fee.
0: The retirement myth we're going to debunk today, it takes a lot of money to travel internationally. You know, Scott, our listeners are in for a treat today because Sally is going to share her travel tips and strategies with us.
1: And some of the ideas are so simple, like just be flexible. Um, Be willing to watch rates to, you know, pick up a trip based on the price rather than the dates.
0: Choosing the price rather than the dates is how they picked their most recent cruise to the Caribbean. By traveling at the very end of the rainy season, they might have some rain, but the weather will still be very nice and they won't have the traffic in the ports that they would have if they traveled later in the season.
1: And just Google it. How many times did she (laughs) say just Google it?
0: Exactly. The ideas were simple.
1: So after our fun fact, we'll talk to Sally.
0: According to the World
2: Travel and Tourism Council in a February 2019 release, the previous year travel and tourism grew 3.9%. It's no surprise that according to surveys of NewRetirement.com users, travel after retirement is clearly the most popular and desired pursuit for this phase of life. And AARP has reported that almost all baby boomers, 99%, want to travel. Check out the article on NewRetirement.com website entitled 20 Great Retirement Travel Ideas published in October
3: 2019.
1: So we're here with uh, Sally Middlestad. Thank you for joining us.
3: I'm happy to be here.
1: You know, one of the things that I've said uh, repeatedly to you is that I live vicariously (laughs) through your Facebook posts (laughs) because you you travel so often. Um, And I believe you've mentioned there's Three different ways that you look at traveling. Can you just talk to us a little bit about, you know, what what are those three ways that you consider traveling?
3: Well, one way is to travel with a purpose so that um, we go and on a trip with a focus to serve somebody else. Another way to travel is with um, a learning purpose, and that would be more educational. And so we join... A university sponsored trip that's for students, where we then become um, part of the learning journey, even though we're not doing it for credit. And <laughs> so we don't have to pay those additional fees for course credit. And then the third way is just our own experience of creation of other cultures and a venture that my husband and I do on our own. Traveling with purpose,
0: what does that mean? You've, you're serving others. What, what does that mean for you and Vern?
3: The big thing that we did was we joined a team of teachers to teach English in China. A mission organization had this short-term opportunity and was looking for a combination of skills, those who were older and had life experience and those who were younger who maybe had a college major of teaching English as a second language. They provided the materials, the training. They figured out all the logistics. All we had to do was get plane tickets and get there by a certain date. Um, We were there for a month. There was one week of training, three weeks of teaching, and weekends of sightseeing. And seeing places, Um, the first year we were there was right after the Beijing Olympics, where they were the World Olympic site. Um, So we saw the Russian ballet perform in the water cube with synchronized swimming and high diving as a whole part of Swan Lake. You mentioned you also travel to learn. So
0: talk to me a little bit about that. You connected with the university. What, how does that work?
3: Uh, I'm an alumnus of Cairn University, and they run academic programs in foreign venues that are part of For Credit Learning. Uh, so we did a trip to Israel and a church history trip. Each were 12 days long that, again, it was totally coordinated by the university. So all the logistics of accommodations, food, and travel were part of the package. What was neat about going as with students was it was a far more active trip than what you would get if you traveled with... um, Seniors, and so there was only one opportunity to go shopping, because our days were totally filled with going to, from one side to the other.
1: Then the the other part of that is that traveling to experience experience you know just the wonders of the world and and, and creation and. We were just talking about Watkins Glen, you were just there. Um, So how does that, that third part of travel then work into your overall plan?
3: My husband has a timeshare in Southern California. I had never been in the high desert. So when we first went out there, It was an exposure to a totally different ecosystem than I was comfortable with, uh, that I knew anything about. Um, He chuckled in our travel of the last couple days in that I kept saying, Oh, I just love the Pennsylvania woods. Well, I grew up camping in the Pennsylvania woods, so I knew how to live in that ecosystem. But in the high desert, it was so totally different. And so when we vacation in Palm Springs, the hottest day, we always go up to Joshua Tree National Park. And that has three different ecosystems because it has the high desert of the Colorado Desert, it has the Sonora Desert, and then it has the mountains of california which are different than the ecosystems of the pennsylvania forests we go to the national park center as we enter a national park we look at all the displays we read the material and then we talk with a ranger and find which places to walk to to experience different aspects of it And it is just so amazing. We usually find uh, at least a one-mile hike or a a one-and-a-half-mile hike. And hopefully it's a loop so we don't have to retrace our steps. But we really enjoy experiencing what it is. And uh, so have seen some fascinating places even on our a recent trip when we went up to Watkins Glen. I am not fond of heights, but Vern said, come on, you can do this. Um, it was very safe and they do have barriers along the edge. I did hug the wall, I must admit, but um, what an incredible gorge because when you drive up to it, you're like, well, that's just a creek there. What in the world is all the hoopla about? And you park, and then you walk back in, and for a mile and a half, climb steps and walk along a gorge that is cut by this creek um, with waterfall after waterfall. And we were there in the fall when waterfalls weren't at their peak, but still just an incredible experience. Sally, you've
0: traveled all over the world. What are some of the ways that you've learned to travel inexpensively?
3: First of all, having the internet for doing research is absolutely fantastic because Um, Googling a place or a type of um, experience helps get get the information. Um, Research is part of our travel journey. We love sitting ahead of time and figuring out what it is we want to do and how to do it the best way. Uh, or the most efficient and financially um, creative kind of way um, several resources that have helped with that is a, related to cruising vacations to go.com and there they have a 90 day ticker so if you don't have Have to plan a year or two ahead of time to do this. You can find last minute deals. You see how much the reduction is, what kind of accommodations you want, and the routes and the different cruise lines because they list, they're basically a travel agent for every cruise line.
1: Can you give our listeners some advice? You said you plan a lot when you do this. Um, So, what all? comes into that planning. I know that I've heard that you think about it differently if you're just staying overnight for one night or if you're gonna be there for several days. Talk to us a little bit about that.
3: We think through first what kind of trip we wanna do. We only leave the country every other year, just the expense of that is different. And so we plan that way into our routine. Uh, But we usually travel at least twice a year And uh, even if we do an overseas trip, we do a local trip, a domestic trip as well. Uh, There are websites that we go to for finding airfares. Uh, You can put a fare watcher on kayak or um, cheap tickets, any one of those that actually serve as airline travel agents but they are more than a local walk-in travel agent because they have searched the sites worldwide. And so sometimes the tickets are bought out of a European ticket broker rather than an American one because of the American exchange rate, you get a better deal. So that's one of the, Types of research. Another type of research is what you can do. And um, some of that is as simple as googling the name of the city you're going to be in or the country. I We have found that the Rick Steves travel books are, are, are an outstanding research. But don't go out and buy them all. Check your local library. And usually you can get one that gives you the preliminary research. He has great uh, suggestions of about what to see. Uh, we did a fantastic walk in Rome um, that was totally... Uh, off the beaten track and yet took us by wonderful uh, cultural places. The best pizza I have ever had was <laughs> <laughs> in this out-of-the-way place in Tostavere, Rome. And then we came upon a, uh, an, an old church that the front of it had pieces of marble that were out of the catacombs with people's testimonies of faith that now is part of the wall of a small Catholic Church but back at the time it was when Christianity was a brand new thing in Rome and people were being persecuted for those testimonies and then to hear this choir of nuns singing an angelus at six o'clock in the evening as uh the devotion their devotions at the end of the day I, I you can't plan for that it just happens so rick steve's books are have been a great resource
1: you and i got into a discussion one. i think this is a couple of years ago and um you had made mention that you were going on you're t- getting ready to go on a trip like in two or three days. Um, And you said, yeah, we just booked it. Um, And it was because of the convenience of being able to just sort of lock and go. Uh, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, the convenience of that?
3: Before we moved to garden spot, whenever we traveled, it was the logistics of getting one of our children to mow because you didn't dare leave your lawn unkempt. Uh, And, because of both that and security of the house, even though we'd lock up, it was we would never travel more than two weeks. Here, once we moved to Garden Spot, actually within two months of moving to Garden Spot, we traveled. Um, and we locked the door. We told the desk that we were going and we'd be away and we didn't have to worry. There, the grass was mowed. If anything had been out of order, their maintenance would have checked on it. Um, it has just given us incredible freedom. Uh, we would have never gone for a month to China, but there was no problem. Post office holds the mail, and uh, everything is taken care of.
0: Thank you so much, Sally, for joining us today. It's been it's been great to hear some of your your travel tips and and help us uh, live vicariously um, through your travel experiences.
3: Well, I would love to see more people enjoy travel and take advantage of what retirement can offer in terms of service, seeing the world and learning at this stage of life without it being for credit or exams.
2: Do you dread vacations because you need to find someone to get the mail, watch the house, mow the yard, or shovel snow? Do you long to simply pack your bags and lock the door before heading out on an adventure? At Garden Spot Village, you have the freedom to simply lock your door and walk away. Security, maintenance, Lawn care and snow removal are all included in your monthly fee, so you get to explore the places you want to explore when you want to. To learn more, visit
0: gardenspotvillage.org. I'm ready to plan a trip to the Caribbean now. Yeah, me too. Sally shared so many practical ways to travel well without spending a lot of money. She's inspired me to be more flexible in my vacation planning. It was so fun to hear her debunk our retirement myth.
1: To make it easy for our listeners, we summarized Sally's tips in a PDF. Um, So really quick, Sally's five main points included, number one, connect with your college or your university. Number two, research the places that you want to visit ahead of time. Number three, place price watches for airfare. Number four, watch discount travel websites. And number five, simply be flexible with your travel plans.
0: The PDF is entitled, Five Ways to Travel Well Without Spending a Lot of Money, and the link is in the podcast description. It will help you start dreaming about your next vacation. In our next and final podcast for the season, we will talk with Bob Weingartner.
1: Bob was a retail executive with Home Depot. When he came to Garden Spot, he had three goals. Bob's going to share how a community like Garden Spot can make accomplishing lifelong goals very easy. So um, before we go, let's not forget the giveaway of our Hot Air Balloon Ride. Through the end of June 2020, if you contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, we will enter you into a drawing for a Hot Air Balloon Ride for two. Um, Just be sure to mention the podcast before you press submit.
0: Again, if you want to take advantage of this opportunity, contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, and we will enter you into a drawing for a Hot Air Balloon Ride for two.
1: But you have to do it before the end of June. The offer ends on June the 30th, 2020. So, you know, one other thing is that, you know, I'm happy to answer general questions about retirement living. Some, And to that end, we set up an email address that's entitled Ask Scott. So you can just email me directly at Scott at gardenspotcommunities.org. And I'll get back to you. Thank you for listening to Retire With Purpose. I'm Scott Miller.
0: And I'm Juanita Fox.
1: Special thanks to Garden Village resident Sally Middlestadt.
0: Our senior producer and host is Scott Miller.
1: Our co-host is Juanita Fox, and our producer is Gavin Souter.
0: Our commercial and fun fact voice is Kelly Swigert.